Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Also this morning, the third flash flood in three weeks at a D.C. storefront. I'm Dick Iuliano. Yeah, other news. Questions being raised about the 911 response to a call about a baby in cardiac arrest in D.C. I'm Mike Marilla. Wall Street ended with a day of gains Wednesday midweek. At the closing bell, the Dow was up 535. Good morning, 3 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by NHTSA. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington, a terrifying explosion in, in uh, Evansville, Indiana. At least three people were killed when a house blew up, scattering debris and damaging nearly 40 surrounding homes. The ATF is now helping to investigate the cause of the blast. CBS's Margaret Brennan, the explosion happened yesterday afternoon. Reporter Valerie Lyons from WEVV-TV. Now officials are still working to determine the cause of the explosion. Centerpoint Energy was on scene. We're told gas was not detected in the area. And this late word in Arcadia, California, near Los Angeles. A standoff with a man who shot three people, including a rookie police officer who was shot in the face, is over. KCBS-TV reports that after police launched a flashbang grenade in front of the home, the suspect surrendered. The standoff began late in the afternoon local time, lasted almost seven hours. Police say it began as a dispute between two brothers. The officer is in stable condition. The latest now in the civil investigation of Donald Trump and his company. Former President Trump gave a thumbs up on the way to his deposition at the New York Attorney General's office, where he declined to answer questions under oath. Mr. Trump released a statement about invoking his right against self-incrimination, saying in part, when your family, your company, and all the people in your orbit have become the targets of an unfounded, politically motivated witch hunt, you have no choice. CBS's Naomi Ruckham, a major legislative victory, meanwhile, for President Biden and for suffering veterans. Veterans and their families surrounded President Biden as he signed into law a bill they spent years fighting for. When they came home, many of the fittest and best warriors that we sent to war were not the same. The PACT Act expands health care benefits for millions of veterans who returned home from war sick. A federal judge says Walgreens can be held responsible for contributing to San Francisco's opioid crisis. CBS's Matt Piper has that. The judge said from 2006 to 2020, Walgreens pharmacies in San Francisco dispensed hundreds of thousands of red flag opioid prescriptions without performing adequate due diligence. Monetary damages will be determined in a future trial. A Walgreens spokesman said the chain is disappointed in the outcome, which he said is not supported by the facts and the law. The death toll from catastrophic flooding in eastern Kentucky rose to 38 yesterday after high schooler Aaron Crawford, who was helping in the cleanup, suddenly fell ill and died. The former Sheriff Joe has lost another attempt at a comeback. He was Sheriff of Maricopa County, Arizona, for 24 years. He's now been defeated in the race for mayor of affluent Fountain Hills, Arizona. This is CB. News. The WTOP Charity of the Month is the Alzheimer's Association. The Alzheimer's Association is the leading voluntary health organization in Alzheimer's care, support, and research. Millions of Americans are affected by Alzheimer's disease. You can make a difference. Volunteer, advocate, donate. Sign up to Walk to End Alzheimer's. Take action today and help achieve a world without Alzheimer's and all other dementia. For more information, visit WTOP.com search charities. That's WTOP.com search charities. WTOP at 303. 
Good Thursday morning, August 11th, 2022. Welcome in. We are looking at a shower prior to noon this Thursday. Then clearing, becoming less humid. Highs in the mid to upper 80s, 72 right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we're following for you as we do head into this day together. Many in our area are still in the dark this early Thursday morning after Wednesday's heavy weather that moved through. And last check in Maryland, Pepco says about 500 homes and businesses in Prince George's County are without power this morning. Another 200 more customers out in Montgomery County. Checking in Virginia, Dominion Energy reports more than 200 homes and businesses in the dark in Alexandria. Stay with WTOP, your weather alert station. We'll keep you updated on power outages and heavy weather as it is diminishing moving through the area. Flash flooding temporarily trapped some drivers Wednesday on Rhode Island Avenue northeast, and the waters actually pounded some nearby businesses as well. All 40 to 50 dogs on the premises were kept safe. But District Dogs owner Jacob Hensley is concerned about the most recent flash flooding and two others. This is the third time in three weeks this has happened uh, this year. And all of last year in 2021, this never happened in my store. Hensley wonders why he's been hit with three flash floods lately. I'm, I'm very frustrated. I feel like you know the city could be doing more for protection because I really can't operate a business like this. The water quickly receded from district dogs and cleanup began immediately. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. D.C. Water says this morning the Northeast Boundary Tunnel being built right now beneath Rhode Island Avenue and expected to be completed in 2023 will nearly double the capacity of the current sewer system and will help alleviate the historic flooding problem in the area. WTOP at 3.05 Thursday morning. Is the WSSC water an organization in crisis? GM General Manager Carla Reed says it is because two members of the board have moved to limit her power and she wants them gone. Reed has said that she thinks she's being attacked because she's the first woman to lead the utility. But board members say what they've done is a pretty standard move when leaders are on their way out, as Reed is. The Washington Post reports this week her contract is up at the end of this year. The two board members Reed once pushed out have apparently questioned WSSC Water's decision to launch a new billing system. The cost of implementing that billing system has apparently tripled from $40 million to $120 million. Stay tuned. It's 3.06 Thursday morning. Many questions are being asked about the death this week of a three-month-old baby who died in Northwest D.C. Tuesday evening. Among those questions, how did he die and was help delayed in this case? When first responders got to an apartment on Park Road in Northwest, three-month-old Aaron Bird Jr. was unconscious and not breathing. He would later be pronounced dead. While a medical examiner hasn't confirmed the cause of death, safety advocate Dave Statter first reported that the first call to the scene was for a child in a locked car. Seconds later, he says dispatchers canceled that call, then eight minutes later issued another call to service for a child in cardiac arrest at the same location. When you lose eight minutes in a cardiac arrest call, you're not doing a good job. The D.C. Office of Unified Communications, which operates D.C. 911, didn't say why the first call was canceled and didn't confirm a delay in service, but says it's investigating the tragic event. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 307, traffic and weather on the way. Hi, this is Kathy Anyafraja from Northern Virginia. I've lived with MS for 28 years and I'm passionate about raising funds and awareness 
for the National MS Society. I do this by leading a family team of walkers each year for our local Walk MS, by participating and working on our Together for a Cure luncheon, and being involved in other MS-related activities held by the National MS Society. I do this so that they continue to provide funding for research and services to allow people like me to live their best lives possible. My greatest hope is to help in any way I can to move us closer to a cure so no one ever needs to hear the words, you have MS, ever again. Please visit WTOP.com backslash MS Society to learn more about MS